0: to the show. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. Um, okay, so this is the sitch right now. Um, I was supposed to have Melissa, Patrick's sister, do the show this week. And because my work schedule keeps changing last minute, literally every single day, um, we had to switch around times, times that she couldn't make. So then I asked my dear friend, Katie Maloney, to do the podcast with me because she's just as obsessed with The Bachelorette uh, the same way I am, if not more, because she looks up like Reality Steve even before I do. So there's that. Um, And then our work schedule got mixed up again. So I'm here by myself. Um, Yeah, Um, it's Thursday. And my podcast is supposed to be out right now. And I'm like not checking Twitter or my podcast email because I'm scared of people saying, where the fuck is your podcast? So (laughs) I've been staying away from my phone. um, And I don't want to let anyone down. So I can't just not do it. So I'm just going to attempt to... uh, Do as much as I can by myself with what I prepared for, even though the stuff I prepared for is um, with having somebody else to talk to about this stuff. So buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride. OK, I'm going to uh, let me just like start off, though, again, and just say, please don't get mad at me when my podcast doesn't come out in time. I don't think you'll realize how hard it is to coordinate with different people so that like your schedules match up and you can make it work. It's kind of stressful. And there are times where I feel boring as fuck. And I'm like, even the Ask Stasi podcast that I do, I'm like, I have nothing to say for myself today. So what do I do? What do I do? I literally feel like I have nothing to say. I could turn on, press record, and I feel like it's just going to be radio silence. Um, I love doing a podcast. I love this job so much. And I don't want to let anyone down. There's never been a week that's gone by in over a year that I didn't turn it in. Yes, it's been late quite a few times, but there's never been a week where I didn't turn it in. And I am determined to keep that a thing. So um, what this whole podcast was, this episode was supposed to be about. It was just a pop culture episode because... Melissa and Katie are both really into The Bachelorette and Katie's super into Game of Thrones. And there's this whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing going on that is kind of mind blowing. So that was the plan. Um, I apologize if this podcast is shorter than usual because, well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm trying to improvise here. I'm sitting in my apartment by myself, uh, dressed For bowling which I I, listen I'm not super athletic Um, I like bowling because I like beer so and I like a good time so like that's fun but I always come in last place the last time I went bowling my friends tried to teach me how to be better and I was better so like I, I was getting the hang of it but I still came in last place. So there's that. And right now I've well all day I've been trying to put together not all day the last like hour trying to put together a cute stylish bowling outfit. Because like how do people do that? So I was like brainstorming. Do I wear like a t-shirt with like jeans and a choker? Like that sounds kind of cool. But I'm not really a fan of t-shirts but I'm I have some that I I save for athletic events. And then I thought, what about like a button down? Because like a loose button down, because isn't that what like bowling people wear? Like on the breakup with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn. I remember like when they were on the bowling team, their uniforms are like a button down. So I thought maybe I should be on theme. So right now I'm wearing this like loose navy. It's super loose and kind of. Like you can move around in it, button down with jean shorts. And I have my own socks that are really cute that I'm bringing with me. And I have a choker on. So I feel like, okay. But I'm sitting here in my apartment, thought Katie was going to be able to make it, and she didn't. It's really fucking hot today. It's only June 2nd. Like, why is this happening? Why is it so hot? I thought that there was this like June gloom thing in LA every single year that I've lived here. What? It's been like nine years now, eight years. I remember June being relatively cool. Nope. It feels like Satan just shat out the sun. Not kidding. So yeah, I'm sitting here in my apartment really, really hot with my I don't have central AC. Don't judge me. So my wall units are working extra hard today. And I'm trying to like stay in the shadier sides of my apartment. I'm like, this is what I feel like right now. Have you guys ever, I'm like a vampire. Have you ever seen Interview with a Vampire with Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt and Kirsten Dunst? If not, just try, I'm going to try and set the scene. It's about vampires I like it because it, like, kind of takes place in New Orleans a little bit. So, what's up? Represent. And, well, I don't want to give away the end of the movie. Okay, at, okay, it's not the end. At some point, some vampires, I'm not going to say who, they get stuck in this, like, room. Well, the, it, I mean, they're being, like, sentenced to death. They get stuck in this room that is open to, like, it doesn't have a ceiling. So, basically... Once it becomes light, they're gonna turn to ash, and in that scene, they like s- like you could see the sun slowly coming as the sun's rising and moving, and they're just like hiding in as far as they can as the sun moves into the shady area, so that they can just like put off being turned to ash and being like burnt alive for as long as they can. That's what I feel like right now. I feel like a vampire who's, like, the sun might catch me and burn me, so I'm just, like, hiding in the cooler, shadier spots and parts of my apartment. Yeah. Um, my dogs are okay. Thanks for asking. Uh, Zoe's kind of being a brat right now, and she's just... You know, every time I put turn my podcast equipment on, it's like she instinctively knows. I think I'm going to sit and bark at the door and ask to go out. Never mind the fact that I just let you out 20 minutes ago, homegirl. All my friends know about this. She does the same thing when I have a friend come over. I could have j- literally just taken her out to go potty and the second I have a guest come over she goes and sits by the door and barks like she has to take like has diarrhea or something and when she goes outside she does like a fake little pee and kind of looks at me like yeah bitch I got you I just wanted y'all's attention I don't like that I'm not getting any attention you have a guest over that's how she feels does she does the same thing with the podcast It's like she doesn't like that I'm not paying attention to her so she barks so that I'll stop doing it and take her out I'm not falling for that shit anymore Okay, um, I've rambled, I guess, as long as I can. Solid eight minutes. I'm doing my best. Listen, I love you guys so much. I love my Khaleesi's, and I don't want to let anyone down. In fact, I have nightmares about letting y'all down. I have nightmares about letting you down. So I'm trying to do this all by myself, and um, yeah, well, okay. Let's just talk about The Bachelorette. Um, I know I touched on it the other day in my Ask Stasi episode, but I can't remember exactly what I said about it. So I'm just going to start rambling a little bit. First of all, when did hipster and bachelor super fan become an occupation? Excuse me? Pretty sure, like, one of the other occupations says, like, Canadian. Like, that's that's not how you make money. That's not how you, like, pay the bills, homie. What? I feel like the Bachelor Nation thing is kind of... They're, they're like, slowly slipping into this category of... Uh, imbr- well, like, they're embracing the weird shit that we laugh about a little too much. It was funny, like, once when, like, someone's job was, like, plant lover or something like that. I can't remember what it was. I mean, okay, once, that's funny. But now, you don't have to have a job. So, I, I thought that when they started The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, it was about having eligible bachelors and eligible bachelorettes. I'm sorry, bachelor superfan as your occupation? Not eligible, definitely not eligible. So I feel like we should start rethinking that. I feel like I need ABC to just like take a step back. Listen, we need to have real jobs. If you're going to go on TV to propose to somebody, you need to have a real job. I don't care if you work at McDonald's, at least it's a job. I think once a network and a show starts embracing that quirky stuff, then it just kind of undermines the whole uh, point of what the show is. And I listen, I get it. I know, like, Stassi, they're not all there for the right reasons. I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware that every single dude in this show right now is there because he wants to build a brand. Or he wants to be the next Bachelor. Or he wants to be on Bachelor in Paradise or be a part of Bachelor Nation and have like some little bit of like fun camaraderie with, you know, something tied to Hollywood. I totally am on. like, I get that. But can we all just be honest about it? I mean, there's no shame in the game. I understand. But when you're trying to paint a bunch of dudes as like they're all like genuinely like obsessed with Jojo Even though they've met her one time They're all like making a song to sing for her Like oh god I'll get to that more in detail later But like And just like talking about all of the things that they love about I'm like you don't know Like this is so weird Like we we all know we, we, we see this is so transparent Everything is so transparent And I listen I'm here to say I love Jojo I think she's gonna be if not my favorite, one of my favorite Bachelorettes. I loved her on The Bachelor. I wanted her to win The Bachelor because I loved her so much, but then I realized, oh my gosh, uh, short-sighted, if I love her so much, I don't want her to win so that I can watch a whole nother season with her. So, it, you know, the loss worked in my favor. Um, Very happy about that. And I think JoJo's probably like the biggest catch ever. Hot, smart-seeming, nice-seeming, funny-seeming like charming like what's not to love about Jojo so I don't doubt that like once these dudes start getting to know her they're having real feelings of course but I'm saying on day one or two no you don't like people that are sent home on day one and they're like you know I really like felt it like I felt that connection no you fucking didn't no you didn't that is so weird why would you even say that like you don't like that that does not happen I feel like producers of The Bachelor or like the casting directors are way too into casting eccentric, uh, dramatic, t- good at TV people. You know what I'm saying? That is, I feel like that it's going to slowly go downhill if we're just watching a bunch of dudes or a bunch of girls that are just good for television. Because all of us want to see real shit. I miss the days on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette where you really felt like that shit was real. Tristan and, Trista and Ryan, um, uh, hello, how much more authentic can you get? They were all in it to actually find love because why? Everyone was eligible. No one's occupation was titled hipster. I want you to think about that for a second. Think about what we're watching right now. They need to... Reel it back in. Come back to what, it, you know, what the purpose was in the beginning. Let's start over. Maybe they should not have like, um, like the loser, like the people that didn't win the previous season be the next Bachelor Bachelorette. Because then it would bring it back to what like being authentic because there's no other incentive besides finding love. So if you take out the incentive of being like, hey, you could be famous and be the next Bachelor and be on Bachelor in Paradise, then I feel like the people that are actually wanting to find a relationship would still be there. But all the people that just wanted like the fame part of it wouldn't do it anymore. I'm not high right now. So if you're thinking to yourself, all right, Stassi's getting a little too deep about The Bachelorette. She's probably smoked a little. I actually haven't. So um, this is me just trying to do an hour podcast on my own. And I'm just working through the thoughts in my head. So I have all these bullet points and this outline that I'm trying to follow and or not follow if I go off on a tangent. But, you know, normally when I do this, I I have You know, I have a conversation and I have new ideas with my guest. And so they, he or she says something that sparks something else in my brain. So right now I'm training myself to just let the ideas flow in my head and I'm just going to free flow, free talk. So that is my idea for getting The Bachelor or The Bachelorette back to an authentic place. Let's get a nut like the net for The Bachelor next season. Let's get a random, a random that actually has a real job. And let's see like everyone be like, okay, this is legit because no one wants to go on a show and then get and find out like what if Jojo didn't know that someone's occupation was just hipster or bachelor super fan or whatever. Uh, That would totally suck if she like fell in love with them. She's like, oh, wait, you you don't work. That's cool. So I'd have to support you. Mm, That isn't what I dreamt of. When I, you know, envisioned what, you know, I wanted my life to be like, I I really didn't like, you know, when I when I was like, what do I want out of life? Oh, I want to, you know, I want to marry a dude who like I have to take care of and support because he's just sitting on his ass and he doesn't have a job. No thoughts that no woman has ever thought in her entire life. So we need to get people with real jobs and stop making the next bachelor be a loser from this season those are my thoughts on that okay let's talk about uh wait did all of the dudes cheers with mimosas I'm pretty sure I saw that listen I'm not I'm not the type of person to judge a dude for having a girly drink I actually find it endearing and hot when a dude doesn't care and he's like no I like the way this apple martini tastes cool well, you're super confident, and with it, I like you. So I'm not saying that I don't like when dudes drink girly drink girly drinks, but um, it is kind of funny when you're watching a show that's all about these dudes trying to get this girl's affection, and they're just cheersing with mimosas. Like, it wasn't even like champ- just like plain champagne. It was like it was the girliest thing I've ever seen, and that kind of made me laugh. But then once they started making up a song together. I just was like, all right, I might actually turn this off because I I can't subscribe to this. A bunch of dudes sitting at home in a mansion brainstorming a rap slash musical theater-y song to sing to JoJo. Like, I feel like I'm in Bible school, like, Third grade Bible school, when we were like put in groups and we we're like, okay, make a song about Jesus, and like, don't forget, you know, you have to put in like three lessons that you learned from the Old Testament. Like, that's what I just that's what I felt like I was watching. Um, that was very bizarre. I get that, like, you can be bored when you know you're you're at home, but like, have has anyone in his or her entire life's life ever been that bored To where he or she felt He needed to Make a song for someone <laughs> I mean I'm bored a lot of the time And I, like never Never in my life Have I ever thought You know what I'm so bored That I'm gonna write a song For For my crush I'm gonna write a song And I'm gonna sing it to my crush No Can't say that ever happened I've been bored enough to where I've like stalked my crush and hacked into his Facebook. Let's be honest, that's just like a regular Tuesday night for most of us. (laughs) Um, But never a song. No. Uh, Which leads me to Chad. Chad. And I just want to say, I have some major gossip about one of The Bachelor dudes. So I am just waiting until I finish the rest of my, my rant about The Bachelor to uh, divulge that. So don't turn this off, even if you hate it. Because I have some juicy gossip to share. Um, Chad, yeah. Whoa. I don't know what to think. Okay. Okay. Last the first episode when he walked out, obviously every girl was most girls were just like, yeah, he's yeah, he's really cute. And what? Oh, he's a real estate agent for like n- like million dollar homes. Cool. Sign everyone up. Like, I don't think anyone would have been like, uh, you make a lot, a lot of money like and you're hot No, No, thank you. I'm going to choose the hipster. No. So. Pretty sure that the first reaction was like, oh, yeah, that's a man. But then he started getting douchey and it was like kind of alarming. But then this and then when we saw like the big T's for the whole season, it looks like he's like truly a psychopath, like serial killer level psychopath. Uh, very violent and weird. So I whatever. Stay away, I guess. Um, but then this the second episode you he had a really, okay before i get to the douchey parts i'm going to go i'm going to start with what i feel like i i felt like he had a point he was the only one who said um I'm not going to say the things I love about you because I don't like I don't know you yet. And I was literally screaming at the TV like, thank you. Someone is saying what I'm thinking right now. Why are they making all these dudes talk about like the things they love about Jojo when they've had 15 minutes worth of conversation with her? That's just bizarre. And they're all following it. They're all willing to do it. Can someone just be like, hmm. This is a weird task. Like, I can say all the things that I like about her, but uh, I don't really know that much. Like, why was this part of the episode? Uh, this seems kind of strange. Yeah. So when Chad finally said, uh, "No, I, I can't say anything like that," I, I like, like, hallelujah, hallelujah, like, I thank gosh. But then he called her naggy. Okay. Seriously. Can you get like any more stereotypical? Any more? Just like Whatever Okay Not a big fan of anyone Calling a girl naggy When they're trying to woo her Um, I think a a woman's gonna appreciate honesty But not like That type of honesty I feel like you can You can be polite And be a gentleman While being honest So Chad No And Then when he Tied the suitcase To his stomach And did pull-ups Pretty sure he's probably the biggest fame whore of all Because you know he's been planning that for three months Right <laughs> It was like kind of disappointing Um It was just like really Like you 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 were just such a show off that you need to do that While the cameras are rolling Like you, you made sure to be like To tell the producers hey Like while you guys are taping like I'm gonna be doing this You might want to catch it I know how the shit works Like you don't just randomly go and do that Um Yeah, Douche City, Douche, Douche City, wasn't a fan of that and definitely wasn't a fan of all like the meat eating. Um, Looks like Chad didn't take his Adderall and all of a sudden his appetite came back. Did They take your Adderall prescription away from you And then all of a sudden you just like became hungry again Because I've never seen anyone Eat that much in my entire life And to just only go for the meat It was just such an over the top I'm a man I'm a man situation That I was just gagging Um, I also don't like This was actually the number one thing That I didn't like about him Is that he, he, he He hates anyone any dude that's sensitive and he just like makes fun of sensitivity like that's just ignorance and you Chad I feel like you're just dying like you're dying to let out your emotions right now you're dying to have somebody like accept you as being sensitive you might be the most sensitive of all Chad and you're just not letting it out And I'm telling you, I was I was talking to my friends about this. And if I were Jojo, I would have 100 percent kept him around because I wouldn't have seen like the douchey stuff. I don't know that he's like saying that anybody who shows any emotion is just sensitive and like is a loser or eating meat like, you know, they ran out of Adderall and then. Uh, Whatever doing douchey like pull ups I I wouldn't have known that I would have thought okay this guy's being honest Because I appreciate the fact that he's saying I don't know you so I'm not going to say what I love about you And he's attractive And he seems like he has his shit together And I appreciate a good alpha male I mean is there anything better No an alpha male is what's up So I know that I would have kept chat around for a really long time And for all I know this dude actually just might be getting a shitty edit and he might be the most awesome person ever. So I don't want this If anyone's listening to this and think, thinking that I'm just like so judgmental. Well, I, I mean, my job is to be judgmental on this podcast. And I also know that what you see on TV isn't necessarily the full truth ever. So Chad might be fucking Prince Charming. So, Chad, sorry. I'm just going based on what I see. Um, it will say that I really thought it was funny when Chad walked into the rose ceremony eating meat and then she asked one of the dudes, you know, she said, Do, will you accept this rose? And they, like, cut to him and his voiceover being like, JoJo only gave a rose this person because she doesn't want America to think she hates short people. I mean... LOL, how brutally honest and weird is that? I thought that was hysterical. So I actually hope that he stays around for a while because I like to hear his little one-liners and his weirdness and his douchebaggeriness. I feel like, you know, if somebody just like sat him down and was like, listen, you're cute, you seem very smart, you seem like you have your shit together, let me teach you not how to be a douche. Then he would be great. Maybe I should do that. I feel like I should start like almost like a charm school, like a school to teach douchebags not to be douchebaggy. I think that's all I got about Chad, actually. Um, if I left something out, feel free to tweet me hit, <laughs> because I feel like he's like a super uh, entertaining TV character. Um, I've, before I get to my big reveal of the gossip that i have about one of the contestants i want to urge everybody to listen to this right now because i've talked about how i'm obsessed with rachel zoe and i go to the zoe report every day it is like my fashion bible not even fashion bible my style bible because they cover a lot of stuff and when i found out that uh the Zoe Report was partnering with me for the box of style. I almost shit my pants. Seriously. It was the best thing ever. It was the most rewarding sponsor I've ever had. And I want you guys to just listen to what this is. You know how there are a lot of companies that are starting to do quarterly boxes and they're like, it's like a subscription. You you pay a fee and you get a box each season. And in that box, you don't know what to expect. There are beauty products or like clothes or accessories or something like that. So, you, you know, I'm sure you guys all know what I'm talking about. So, the Zoe Report started the box of style. And when I tell you, when it was delivered to my door, it was the chicest freaking box I've ever gotten in my entire life. It was a shiny black box with white lettering. And when I opened it up, each thing that was in that box was individually wrapped with black paper. I want you to think about what that looks like. I actually snapchatted it, so I hope some of you guys got to see it. So if if you're still confused as to what it is, the box of style is a quarterly subscription box. okay, and it's curated by online style destination. The Zoe report. And every single box includes over $300 worth of fashion, beauty, and lifestyle products. And that's curated each season. So when I opened it up, I got some La Mer. That's like the most expensive moisturizer. And that like, that's, it's amazing. This adorable, le- real leather, uh crossbody bag. I got this gorgeous gold ring. And what the best part of it is that I feel like I'm... Introduced to new designers or new brands that I didn't know before. So instead of, you know, going out to a department store and just like spending time looking for new shit, you have it come right to you and you know that it's a good product because, well, it's by the Zoe Report. So you're introduced to new things. Honestly, It's a great gift, actually, I feel like to get somebody because who wouldn't want to receive this gorgeous box four times a year? So if they're if there's somebody's birthday or like bridal shower or graduation or, you know, whatever people celebrate, get them a subscription to the box of style by the Zoe Report. And I, I feel like this is like the most creative thing ever. I am giving you guys a special offer. So if you go to thezoereport.com, that's T H E Z O E R E P O R T dot com slash Stasi, and also enter uh, my promo code Stasi, uh, you get $10 off the subscription well, when you use both the codes. So that's a lot. Go and Type, it, type in thezoleport.com slash Stassi and see if you like it. See if it's up your alley. If you're listening to my podcast, pretty sure that you like the same things I do. And you will absolutely love it. Uh, make that happen. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, so now for the good stuff. Now for the juicy bachelorette deets. Are you ready for it? Okay, so I work with a stylist. Shout out to Audrey. Uh, what, what's her Instagram handle? It's Audrey Brienne, So at Audrey Brienne, she's super awesome. And we like collaborating and working on stuff. And she's a great friend, too. And the other day she texted me and I'm just going to read it. Also, my friend blank. I'm not going to say her name because I'm not sure. Just wait. I just don't want to use somebody's name yet. So she's blank. Who works it? Well, I don't want to say where she works. That OK, whatever. Um. Okay, I'm just you know I'm just not I don't even know if I can read this right now. Or I'll just explain it. So my friend Audrey was saying uh, this girl that I'm friends with she dated Grant and has some info, and so I go, oh my gosh, give me her, con- give me her contact. Then when I went to go message her, I'm like, what? We're friends. So I went to dinner last November with this awesome chick um and I don't (laughs) I don't want to say her name I texted her being like can I tell this story on air and she said absolutely but I forgot to ask if I could say her name or not so but she also said she'd give me more details so these are just like the basic details that I have but when I was at dinner with her last November we were just talking about like our relationships and everything and I'm like oh are you dating someone she's talking about and I was talking about Patrick And she was like, oh, yeah, like I've been dating someone for a while. She told me how they met. They like met on a plane going to San Francisco and they'd been dating for like, I think a few years or a while. And she was gushing all about him, showed me his photo. And I was just like, oh, my God, girl, like get it. And so cut to the other day when. I get this message and I'm like, "What? I didn't know this was you, and I didn't know you. It was the guy that you were talking about. Holy crap!" So in this message that Audrey sent me, it said, "This is about Grant, the firefighter. Okay, and of course he won, like because it was a firefighting thing. Like if he didn't win, that would have been like so embarrassing. Like he had no choice." Okay, she wrote, "Grant broke up with her abruptly, and literally weeks later, find out from producer friends that he had made it." She found out from producer friends that he had made it on the show. He had been doing low budget laughable photo shoots prior to their breakup. He made a new public Instagram, changed his name, deleted all his old profiles and is now looking to be an actor slash model. They were looking for engagement rings and then he broke up with her to be on The Bachelorette. This is what I'm talking about. Okay, this is why people shouldn't be picked to be the next bachelor if they lost on the bachelorette because of people like grant so grant is is in this long-term relationship looking to get engaged with his first of all stunning girlfriend and he gets the opportunity to be like oh wait i think you know i could get famous and he's probably like on model mayhem you know with like some like low budget glamour shots being like Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'm a firefighter and I like saving people. But what I really want to do is be a part of Bachelor Nation and be a famous model or whatever. Date Kylie Jenner. So he decides to break up with his long term girlfriend who he was going to propose to so that he can go on The Bachelorette and become famous. Cool. Really, I feel like I keep hearing this story every single season. But this time I know exactly who it is because I know this girl and I remember her talking about how they were going to get married. And it was the now that I'm like thinking about it, it's like so fucking sad. So now when I watch watching the second episode made me so angry because I realized that if he's full of shit because he came off so likable on this episode, if he's full of shit, then who else is full of shit? Who else can we trust on this show? Ladies, if your man has a real career and a real job and he all of a sudden starts doing little photo shoots, wanting to model, red flag. You know what I'm saying? That's a fame-hungry motherfucker and you don't want to mess with that. So I'd say get out of that before he gets out of that. So, yeah, that's my little gossip for that. And I'm going to ask um, her for more details because she said she had a lot of details and we had to, like, talk... like. It needs to be a conversation, not a text thing. And I'll find out more and talk about it um, as the episodes and weeks go on. But just beware of these dudes. I just, poor Jojo. I hope whoever she picks is like legit. Because I saw about that Jordan dude, Aaron Rodgers' brother. His ex-girlfriend came out and like kind of said the same thing. Like in that Instagram, me and Rachel talked about it and the Instagram post saying that he was just like he was like a cheater and his fame hungry and all of that stuff. And I mean, damn, it's like tough out there. If you got a good dude, I say snatch him up right now because scary shit's going on out there. Rachel. O'Brien just sent me a link to the Hollywood, like an article in The Hollywood Reporter talking about a dude who was a Hollywood producer in, in like our age, like in his 30s or something or 20. I mean, whatever. And he like mutilated his girlfriend and like drained her blood. What? That's what we're working with? That's what you guys are swiping right to on Tinder? Murderers? All that made me do is be like, "All right, Patrick, let's elope," <laughs> because that's fucking scary. So basically, you have like two options out there. I feel like if you're single, sorry, I'm not trying to be depressing, but whatever. Three options. One first option, you actually found a really, you find a really good dude. You find a good dude who's a good man, has a a decent job, or at least works hard. Because it doesn't matter what the job is or the career is, as long as he like works hard and wants to be something you know whether it's like the best exact again I don't care if you're working at McDonald's at least you're working hard and you're doing the best that you can so you have that a good dude you that you find or you find someone who wants to be on The Bachelor because he wants to be famous or you find a serial killer those are your options those are all of our options so we should all think about that Before I get into uh, the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard talk, I think I wrapped that up, like all the Bachelor stuff up. I don't think there's like really anything else I have to say. Again, I was hoping I had a guest so that I could do this with them and get their thoughts, whoever it was, on things. But didn't happen. Uh, But before I get into the Johnny Depp thing, uh, um, who is a bad cook? Well... I am, and I have a free thing that I can give to you right now. Plated.com has a special offer. Let me explain what Plated is. When you go to Plated.com, you get to pick through tons of chef-inspired recipes, and you can look at the pictures of what the meal will look like, and they change all the time. They change weekly, and what they do is you say you want... uh, Let's see, like, I don't know, like, teriyaki chicken. I don't fucking know. So say you want something. You say, how many people you're cooking for? And they will send everything to your door, your home, in an insulated box. And when I say everything is, like, pre-planned out, like, everything's pre-portioned. The directions are super easy. Everything takes, like, I feel like nothing takes longer than 45 minutes. When I've made plated foods, it... I'm so impressed with myself and then I have to rhyme myself that like no you didn't actually like do this on your own like they helped you well I'm just going to take the credit for it anyway and just convince people that I'm like really good at cooking it's super easy you guys you like say that you're having a dinner party or your in-laws are coming over and you want to impress them What better way to do it than using Plated.com instead of going on Pinterest or Googling different recipes for things and running to different grocery stores trying to find ingredients. This makes it so easy and it cuts the time down, especially if you're a working woman or a working man and you have or you have children or you have things that you don't have time to just sit at home and prepare things. Plated makes it so easy for you. So right now, if you go to Plated.com slash Stassi, um, you get a free dinner for two with your first purchase so yes just make one purchase and you get a free dinner for two so make a purchase and then like I don't know have a date with like your man or woman and impress him or her Um, that's what I would do you know what I mean I mean Patrick already knows that I use plated (laughs) I've done it enough and he sees all the boxes so I can't convince him that I like did this on my own but I'm telling you it's great for people that are busy it's great for people that just like don't have the time to sit and slave away for hours and hours um, or if you don't have the talent for cooking if I can make something that looks like I got it from a restaurant then you can too so go to plated.com slash and you get a free dinner for two with your first purchase Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking pop culture, reality TV, celebrity gossip, relationships, and more. This is Straight Up with Stassi. Okay, y'all. This Johnny Depp and Amber Heard thing is like making me sad and like weirded out. I don't know what to think about anything. Again, I wish I had somebody as a guest to bounce ideas off of me right now because I feel like I have so much to say. Um, All right. So the news broke about Johnny. Like, so the first thing I read on Daily Mail was that Amber Heard was divorcing Johnny Depp. And I was like, that fucking sucks. uh, But saw that coming. And then I saw they didn't have a prenup. That silence wasn't an accident. (laughs) What? What? Johnny, you're, like, old, and you are worth, what, like, what was it, like, $450 million or something, and you have children, and you got a young, hot girlfriend who you dated for, like, a year before marrying her, and you thought, meh, (laughs) prenup, who needs that? What? What? mind explosion right now i can't wrap my head around that at all i feel like if i got married now and patrick and i are pretty equal i would we would still get our prenup because it's just it's just so that if anything happens you don't have to like fight and and what it's just it's like insurance you know why do you think you have car insurance you don't want to get in a car accident You're just hoping, you know, God forbid you do get in a car accident. At least you don't have to worry about it after when you do get in a car accident. Come on, people. Johnny, like you have children that just like I can't even whatever. So besides that, so the next day or the next couple days later, all of this abuse stuff comes out and it breaks my heart more than anything in the entire world. Because I know that there are so many women that have been abused and are physically and emotionally abused and mentally abused, and they can't say anything because most women don't have the luxury of being able to say anything because they either don't have the money to, or a job that they can break free, or they're with somebody who's more powerful than she is. And there are all of these different things that make it very hard for women to come out about being abused, and that really breaks my heart more than anything. I, yeah. So, obviously I was inclined to believe Amber Heard because why, I feel like it would take an insanely evil person to lie about something like that. If that wasn't true, for, for you to accuse, for anyone to accuse um, a man or a woman, not even in like a, a, a public way even in just in a private way is insane if it's not true that is a a very serious thing to say about somebody but if that person is one of the most famous men in the world that is life-changing in the most negative way possible so (laughs) he okay he has children I couldn't imagine if my father was publicly accused of beating a woman um, and the whole world thought that, what that would do to me and my siblings. I could not imagine that, much less the fact that Johnny Depp has an incredible career, that any accusation like that could just crumble that. So if Amber Heard is making that up, that makes her Satan, okay? Okay. So like like literally like the kid from the omen like that's that like I'm pretty sure like that story then is true and like Amber Heard's going to like take over like the world and like the apocalypse is going to happen like somebody shave her head right now and and see if there's like a 666 okay if she's making it up which is why I don't think she's making it up (laughs) because that takes a very sick person to do something like that and I'm honestly like don't want to believe that someone's that sick i mean granted there are like serial killers and murderers and rapists and child molesters all around so you never know that maybe she is but wouldn't you i'm just so confused and torn by it and so i keep thinking okay well when she called the so she's saying that May twenty first, that Saturday, that that's when Johnny Depp like threw a phone at her and gave her a black eye, and smashed frames and bottles of wine and all of that stuff. But then she said she called the police. But when the police showed up, they saw nothing. They didn't see any sign of a fight. So that to me was like kind of weird. Like, well, if I mean, it's the police's job, like to. Whether like Amber Heard could have been like, please don't file, like don't file something. Don't I don't want to press charges or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like they have a duty as like their job, like they have to say something. So that to me was like the number one red flag with Amber Heard. So then I and then all of these people keep speaking out on Johnny Depp's behalf, not only his like ex-girlfriend who was the mother of his children but his daughter as well but of course his daughter's gonna say that and of course the mother of his children is gonna say that because she's protecting her children so all right but then when that comedian there was a comedian I forgot his name I I apologize who came out and said I was with him that in like that whole afternoon and night before a whenever Amber heard saying that he beat her after his mom's death and it was like such uh, it seemed like such a real testimony that he was he was writing and saying so I I I talk about this with all my friends like whether or not they think that this is true and if it's not true then Amber Heard is silencing all of these women that that actually does happen to every day and that makes me sad but I also don't want to think that about Amber Heard because she most likely she could very well might have been experiencing this and is not making it up. So I have all of these thoughts in my head and I don't know what to think. And again, I wanted a guest here so that I could just like at least deliberate with somebody about it and not just feel like a psychopath talking to myself. I mean, Jesus, like I need to get a hobby. <laughs> um, but then today I woke up to Daily Mail and I guess now text messages came out that she screenshotted and and had to present to the court of his assistant, basically saying, like, when I told Johnny that he kicked you, he was sobbing, he's so sorry, like, he's a lost boy, all this stuff. So, like, acknowledging that Johnny Depp hurts her, it's it's all so weird. I really don't know what to think about anything. Now I feel, like, bad for even bringing it up, because I, I feel like I almost feel dirty for talking about it, because... Domestic violence is such a fucking serious thing. And people are silenced all the time. All the time. And I feel bad that I'm doubt, like, that I'm even confused because, like, I just feel like if a woman says that this happened to her, who are you to say that it didn't? So we're getting serious right now. So I am going to I'm. I'm, I feel like I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm going to think about it and ponder it and let it um, let it digest some more, because I feel very passionately about this, about women who are silenced and don't have a choice because there are a lot of women who don't have a choice. they don't have the ability to come out, they don't' they don't they don't have that luxury. They have to live with those scars, live with those not just physical scars, emotional scars and mental scars from that. so yeah, sorry, Colises. Before I leave you I just want to real fast give a shout out to Texture, my favorite app because and this is really quick because I, you know you guys know that I'm obsessed with daily mail, I'm obsessed with pop culture. Texture brings everything to you. So basically if you go to texture.com slash Stassi it's an app that takes every single magazine every single magazine that's out and you can access it on your iPhone on a phone or a tablet and you can see every magazine and even back order, so like old magazines of stuff instead of getting separate subscriptions to different things it's like Netflix except for magazines and I fucking love it and it's the best you can even say like hey I only want I want to type in like um okay Johnny Depp articles and you'll get every johnny depp article from every single magazine out there so it's just i'm annoyed i didn't think of this app on my own please go to texture.com and you get a free trial right now so you have nothing to lose go and you know when you like are up in the morning or like awake at night and you're like what do i do right now go to texture.com and just like go on the app and just like stalk every celebrity you wanted to stalk all those articles okay um Thank you for listening to this podcast I did by myself. I'm, uh love you Khaleesi's don't ever wanna let you down, so I'm doing my best. Uh till next week. Bye guys.